welcome to Eclipse, a Dungeons & Dragons sci-fi fantasy thriller. I'm Jeremy Fair, my pronouns are he, him, and I will be the Dungeon Master. My name is Megan Kelleher, my pronouns are she, her, and I play Ava Elkin, whose pronouns are also she, her. I'm Cage, I'll be playing Soul Red Bluthammer, and both of our pronouns are she, hers. I'm Danny, I'll be playing Whiskey, and both of our pronouns are she, hers. I'm Rob, I'll be playing Info Scott, and our pronouns are he, they. I'm Adam DeWeese, I go by he, him, and I'll be playing Dr. Shepard, who goes by they, them. Last time on Eclipse, you showed the Emperor Orzo the Gary. You gave her a tour, and you also singled out Minxie. Uh, you did not all trust Minxie very much. There's definitely something going on. Minxie is definitely a kobold and not a lizard folk, and no one seems to know it, except for all of you. And in attempting to interrogate Minxie, you did not get too much information. Uh, Minxie appears to be mute or is playing mute, or there is something going on where Minxie cannot speak or refuses to speak. And uh, try as you might, you didn't really get that much information. You all were eventually invited back inside the lizard folk lair to rest and prepare for the next morning. And now you are all being escorted to the feast hall so that you can have some breakfast, talk with Orzo, and get ready to head out on your journey to go try to see what's going on with some of these Sawagwen that had attacked the Aarakocra capital. And also seem to have some weird fish parasites inside their brains, at least, you know, the ones that you saw that had attacked the Aarakocra. So you were all being escorted by Sultan, and he leads you to a hall that is even bigger than the throne room was. Inside are a whole bunch of tables, and you see uh, just immediately when you walk in, first of all, it does not smell very good, and there are at least 60 lizard folk in this room right now eating. Uh, many of them are young or elderly. There are a few that are kind of, you know, right at the cusp of being mature up into adulthood. Most of them seem to be wearing the same armor Sultan was. Um, but there are just all sorts of variety of lizard folk in this room. And all of them have that same tropical looking plumage that is different, sets them apart from the lizard folk on Torel. When you go in there, there is a larger table up towards the front of the hall, and there you see a more decorative throne made of uh, bones and stone and gems, and sitting on it is Orzo. Orzo, just like the day before, is wearing a regal-looking robe, though it's a different one, and it is equally colorful. Orzo will beckon you all over. Oh, come on, come on, sit down, sit down. We can discuss things before you take care of the Sawagun problem. I've been talking with Minxie, and Minxie thinks, well... Minxie's not so sure that they can create such a thing as your Gary, so hopefully our relations can prove fruitful, and in the in the future perhaps I myself can acquire a Gary of my own from all of you. Does that seem like a possibility? Mm, the Lord's Alliance has been helping the Aarakocra advance in their space travel. Maybe if you all quit being jerks? To them, <laughs> they'd let you too. What do you mean, quipping jerks? We are not jerks. We've never done anything to them. If anything, they've always encroached in our land. In fact, we sent messengers there and they attacked them at sight. 
shoot them with their arrows and spears, just for crawling upon their shores. If you could even call it that. Nothing but towers of stone into the sky. <laughs> Have them come down here. Speak with us on our terms. We'll see who would win that battle. Yeah, they seem pretty stuck up. They, they seem like they're probably pretty jerky, aren't they? Yeah, we call them jerky turkeys. <laughs> <laughs> actually, that's actually a pretty good that's one. Good. I'm going to steal that the next time one. I talk to them. If it was going to kind of like no, step over a little bit closer to uh, Orzo and be like, hey, listen, if you, if you have anything that's like, you know, like really shiny rocks or anything that looks kind of valuable, I might be able to help you get a ship there a little bit faster, maybe faster than the, the, the jerky turkeys. What do you mean? We have shiny rocks. I can get you shiny rocks. Why? You can get me a, a Gary from your Lord's Alliance? Well, it wouldn't necessarily be like Gary. It might be like something else, but I know a guy. Uh, and What do you mean something else? Like like a Paul or, or a Steve? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Paul, maybe a That'll Bob. Do. I, don't, I don't know. It really depends. Yes, yes. Yeah, it depends on what's available, really. Um, but Yes, a Bob. Yeah. That sounds powerful. Yeah. I will conquer those. Never mind. Yes. Yeah, Bob's a, a fearsome name in our culture. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you let me look at them, see if they're, you know, of the right type that are valuable to our people, I could probably, if you load me up, I could take them back and trade them in and fly a ship out here for you. Like fly out a Bob, maybe maybe a Robert, which is like the, the higher-end Bob. The, fa the fancy Bobs. <laughs> or even a Roberta. It really is whatever you want. Yeah, I think my uncle once flew a Roberta. It was pretty cool. Oh, we'll fear Orzo and the mighty Robert. Real, real quick, Jeremy, is... Wasn't Gary an acronym for something, or no? Yeah, the Galactic Arcane Research Yacht. Yes, that's what I thought, so I can't wait to find out what all these other... <laughs> the Roberta acronym, that's going to be a fun one. Well, there's a Robert and a Roberta, which is Robert Advanced. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We just need to figure out the other letters. Anyways, I can get you I can get you stones. I can get you whatever you need. Oh, yeah, Um, he wanted a ring, too. Yes, 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 I can get you rings. Yes, here. Oh. And she'll just grab one off her pinky and flick it across the table. Seems a little bit too small for you, but it's like a gold ring just being given to you. Just take it. It's I have more rings. I feel like you're robotic. You could like unscrew uh, like a nut that's part of your finger and just like replace it with this ring. Cool. Doing that. And I got a little gold nut ring. <laughs> Anyways, I have a gift for you all that I would like to give you before you leave. I think perhaps... It can help you in your travels when you're dealing with uh, Sawagwin. But anyways, whenever you're all ready to depart, I can give you this gift. And there's a, a box on the table. I think it'll be helpful in your diplomatic travels. Um, it certainly has been helpful to me. In fact, it's, it's helpful to me right now. Dealing with you all. What, what is it? Well... And she'll point to her necklace, which is like uh, has a curved purple gem attached to gold, um, like a gold finery necklace. And then open the box, and inside is what looks like a chunk of the same color gem, which is different from the one that Minxie has. I, well, Minxie and I, call this a diplomatic stone. It, it it allows you to, well, it allows you to communicate. I didn't want to reveal too much before I knew more about you, but. I don't know what language you are. I don't even know where you people come from. But with this, I'm able to co to communicate with anyone I encounter. Well, hell, that would save me a spell slot now, wouldn't it? Yes, anyone uh, 
anyone holding this can understand and speak to anyone they wish, and they will understand. Well, damn. That's what this is right here, and she, and she points to her necklace. I had Minxie craft you one overnight. We don't have very much of the gemstone left, but I figured if we have a chance at stopping the Sawaguin from doing to us what they did the Aarakocra, it would be well worth it. Especially if I can get my hands on one of those Robertas, yes. Does the other person have to know a language in order for us to speak with them? She'll look over at Minxie, and Minxie nods. Yes, yes, If if as long as they can speak, it should be fine. Uh, Emperor, what if they know a language but they can't speak? Well, like Minxie here, they should be able to, to hear you and understand. But I can't change if people can speak or not. Is that right, Minxie? We've tried so hard that they never kept Minxie down. Right. Minxie, you are weird. Where'd you come from? <laughs> uh, I mean, Ava and I tried to talk with Minxie yesterday, but I wonder, Dr. Shepard, if you use your... Your brain speech thing. I wonder if then Minxie would be able to talk with you. Let me try. Hello? Hey. <laughs> oh, hey. What's ha- what's happening? Hey. Is this you? Is this you? And Minxie makes eyes contact with you. This is this is me, and I'll, I'll point to my face. This is me. This is Dr. Shepard. Hey. I, this freaks a lot of people out, this telepathy. Solred is just like looking back and forth between them. To make sure that the exchange is happening. It's like tennis match. Yeah. <laughs> so you're you're magical too. Um, yeah, yeah. So where do you hey, I know last night um we talked a little bit and I know that my friends try to get some information out of you and mention that you weren't much of a talker. But it sounds like you're chatting just fine here. Minxie, don't be rude. They they asked you a question. Minxie will look over at Orzo, shaking, shaking their head. Oh, mm, mm, they're talking in my in my brain. You, you all can talk can in people's continue. brains. Yeah, he's a weirdo like that. You're talking to Minxie right now. Yes, I'm trying to. Yeah, they have this cool power where they they can talk directly in, into their head, and then. You can, like, talk back. Minxie, is this true? Minxie nods. Will you tell her that I can, I can, I can hear everything? Mmm, Minsky says that they can hear everything. I think, hey, do you, can you just, can you, do you got something that just, you just can't physically speak? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to talk. I've, I've tried before, but it's, it just doesn't work. I know a lot of other things, though. Yeah, yeah, you're good at every other thing. It doesn't. You don't have to be good at everything as long as you're, you know, you're good at. Do you want to give it just one, one quick go? Just one more quick. Maybe you've, you know, you haven't tried in so long. You know, it's like a muscle you've never used. Maybe, maybe it's come to you now and you don't even know. You want you like belt out a couple notes or I can't sing either. You're, it is a muscle I've never used. It's never worked even once. I mean, just okay. Here we'll start small. How about just try the try the letter A. Just go. Just just try focus on A and just try to say it. Can you do that? You'll see Minxie open their mouth, but nothing happens. Okay. Um, Minsky says that they just never learn to talk, but they understand everything. Well, yes, I could have told you that. Of course, Minxie can't talk. 
Minxie doesn't need words. Minxie, Minxie and I have a very deep connection. Isn't that right, Minxie? Are you okay here, Minsky? Minxie? Yeah, I'm okay. Why? I'm just making, I'm just making sure. I, I know that I don't really believe you're from here. Of course I'm from here. What do you mean? They think you're a lizard folk and we, like everybody, like we all clocked it like right away. We knew you weren't a lizard folk. What do you mean I am a lizard folk? I mean, I know I'm a little small, no, but... kobold. What do you mean? It's a whole different race. It's called kobolds. They're from Terrell. No, I'm from here. Can I insight to see if they genuinely believe? Sure. Sultan's really big, but he's still a lizard folk, just like me. I'm starting to think that this person just really thinks that they're just... What about your friend Whiskey? She's small. Yeah. Yes, my friend Whiskey is a different race than I... Uh, they're a halfling. Well, of course, you're an octopus man. I got a seven. Cool. I mean, it's, yeah, it's called illithid, but yeah. Um, see, look, I'm an illithid. We've got a warforged. We've got a halfling. We've got a human, which is shockingly a lot more common than you would expect, seeing as there's only one in our group. And we've got a dwarf. Um, so we're all different races, just like we believe you're a different race than them. Humans are common. I've never seen one before. In fact, I've never seen any of you before. Where do you come from? I think you're from a different planet. In fact, I know you are, because I've already seen your ship. We are from a different planet. And on our planet, kobolds like you are pretty common. I told you I'm a lizard folk. You can ask Orzo right here. Okay. Oh, no, I know Orzo. What are they saying? Orzo's looking around, like, at the rest of you. Can you can you all hear them? Uh-oh, it's, it's just a one-way communication thing not unless if uh dr shepherd does the party chat <laughs> the group call <laughs> right but 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 then we can only all hear him we can't all just, hear each other just real quick before before we go i'll chat we'll chat a little bit more too but um so you're cool like you're not being held against your will making to do a bunch of magic stuff that you're not cool with no of course not why Okay, and you're like, and you're just a, and you, where'd you get that staff from? I already told your friends it fell from the sky. I've had it for like my whole life. Like literally fell from the sky, not figuratively. Well, that's, that's what they told me. I don't know. Well, who told, who told what? My parents. And who are your parents? Oh, uh, they're not around anymore. Okay. And when did that happen? Oh, I don't know. It's been some time, some years, I think, maybe eight. I don't really remember, but I've had this for as long as I can remember. And actually, I'm one of the only people here that can even do magic. Yeah. I mean, there's there's Greg, but he can barely make, he can make like a light blink sometimes. I believe it. Um, I tried to teach him, but he won't listen. Plus, I can't talk. Yeah, it's hard to listen when someone's not talking. Um, But so how did you end up here after your parents were gone? No, I was born here. In fact, well, not here. I was born at the other cave. In fact, the cave you're all about to go to. It used to be the lizard folk before this Owlgun overran it. I think it's been, oh, I don't know, maybe six years. I was very young, but it wasn't very happy. That was when, uh, well, in fact, that was right, right when Orzo just first started. You see, we used to control the, this is a backup cave. This, this place is very nice, but us lizard folk like a little more, a little more water. You know what I mean? We have to risk our lives out there with the crocodiles, so we're down here in these caves. Okay. And they're okay. Yeah. But, you know, if we could get our swamp, our our, our actual grotto back, that would, that'd be great. 
Okay. But that's why you're all here, right? Yeah. And you don't know, do you know what happened to your parents? Yeah, I mean, they got killed by Salaglin. Oh, okay, while you were living in that cave. And were you... Yeah, I mean, that happened, I mean, I'm sad, obviously. You know, I miss them, but that happens a lot. The Salaglin are not very nice. So when you were when you were in that cave with your parents, was Orzo and uh, Sarkus here both there with you? <laughs> yes. Well, after my parents got slain and Orzo was very nice to me and she made sure I was cared for but when she saw the staff and the things I could do with it well I've been at her side ever since you see I know things so that helps and Orzo I don't know Orzo seems to always know what I'm thinking yeah you seem to know like you well kind of like you not the same you seem to know a lot about our ship which came from another planet which is leading us to think that you were from another planet no that's silly well, I rolled a seven on my insight, so I guess I'll never find out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll I'll hang up. <laughs> yeah, they they just said that they can hear everything, and that they like it here. Sultan's gonna lean forward. Um, what's going on? It's been quiet for a while. Right. Well, <laughs> Doctor Shepard was was doing his talking thing in Minxie's head, kind of like he did in your head that one time, and. And honestly, when he does that, the rest of us get kind of quiet. It's like we try to figure out what he's saying, except we can't because we can't hear anything. But we want to know. So <laughs> they, it's it's like they're trying to eavesdrop and they physically can't. Anyway, so I'm ready to go get this cave back. Have you eaten enough of the eggs? We got like more. I just want to make sure you're ready to you you know energize and ready to fight. Right. Have you had enough to carry me around? You got enough energy for that? Yeah, I ate 32. That's a lot of eggs. Damn. Especially, like, crocodile eggs must be sizable, right? (laughs) Yeah, I'm a great warrior. You are a great warrior. 32 eggs. That's a lot of eggs. You need lots of eggs to fight good. That's why I'm so big. Are they cooked, or are we just, like, drinking these? (laughs) (laughs) The eggs you got are, like... They're like boiled, basically. They're like in a shell and mostly cooked. Maybe they were steamed in the shell. But they're not just raw eggs. Could I get these like scrambled or over easy? Can I get these with some like hash browns in there and some mushrooms and... Maybe like a nice omelet. Yeah. (laughs) Well, is there anything else I can do for you? Emperor, if if you don't mind me asking, how is it that you are able to communicate with Minxie? Oh, it's not that hard. It's... Have you ever heard of microvibrations? You know, weirdly enough, I have. Yeah, I already tried telling them, Orzo. They, like, don't even know. Like, they they don't even hear all the funny stuff Howard says. You're kidding me. He says, <laughs> Howard here is a comedian. I, y'all gotta teach me how to hear these things, because I love my little fella here, and I want to know what he says. You look, and Howard's just staring, <laughs> like, bug-eyed. Just staring ahead blankly. Was that funny? I swear, when we get back home, I'm going to have to get an ear upgrade, because I need to hear this shit. What do I have to multi-class into to get speak with animals? So, is there anything else I can get for you, or anything before you and Zoltan and the warriors of you travel out and deal with the Sawogan once and for all? Mm-hmm. I'm good to go. No, I'm good. You've been very generous. I think we can take it from here. I think we're ready to go kill stuff. Now, when you're there, you're going to find a grotto. I would appreciate it if you didn't damage it too much. You see, when I had just become emperor, our grotto was taken from us from the Sauguin, though that was years ago. And I would love to get it back, seeing that they haven't destroyed it themselves. But like I said, there are only 200 of us, and 
Not all of us are warriors. How many of them are there? Oh, I'm not sure. Hundreds, probably. I've, I don't really remember. I mean, that's been years, but there were quite a, quite a lot of them when they attacked all those years ago. We had to flee, and many of the, the lizard folk here lost their lives. Um, in fact, Minxie's parents lost their lives. Mm, yeah, I know. I heard. But anyways, do you need any more eggs or anything? Don't forget your gem. Oh, right, right. We, we're not forgetting that thing. Could we um get some eggs to go? Of course, of course. Yes, there's some... She'll notice that um, Sultan ate the whole basket already. Oh, well. That's no deal. I can get some more for you, Sultan. You're supposed to save those for them. Um, I... We can get some more cooked up and sent with you to the ship. They're just really good with the lima beans. It's a, it's a great combo. Ava, did you have enough? You gotta keep your strength up, too. We need, we're gonna need some punches. I'm perfectly good on the eggs. I had quite a few, uh, I think just the vests and, uh... And we'll be all set. Oh, yes. How could I have forgotten? The vests, of course. Mm, vests. Sultan, go grab your warriors. Minxie, go get the tailor. Tell them to bring the vests. And uh, Minxie and Sultan will march off. And then she will look at all of you. And when you come back, after you are victorious, we can discuss further getting me the Roberta. Right. And I will give you more rings and shiny rocks. Definitely. Definitely. All right, is there anything else that you would all like to do? I think I'm good. I don't think I'm getting a vest. So after a few more minutes, uh, everybody will return. Sultan will come up with 12 more lizard folk warriors, which makes 13, including himself. Minxie will come back struggling to carry a large sack full of what you could assume are multiple crocodile leather vests that probably weigh the same amount as Minxie. Oh, Minxie... Let me help you with that. Minxie will gladly hand the bag over. And it actually seems pretty heavy. I mean, these are all literal full crocodile skin vests to fit all of you. I have a plus four strength. I think I can handle it. <laughs> <laughs> but you are uh, led to the front of the cave. And um, Orzo and Minxie and a number of other lizard folk are standing at the mouth of the cave watching you all as you depart and board the eclipse. So as you all get into the eclipse, it is a full house. There are more people on the ship than have ever been on the ship at one time, uh, except maybe while it's being uh, cleaned and fixed uh, during the times that you take a break at the Lord's Armada's base. But it's certainly the most busy it's been since you have all been on here. Maybe the only other time was when you first were all first assigned to the ship and they had a cocktail party aboard where... Uh, there were uh, a little bit more than this many people on board, but it was also docked in the Lord's Armada's moon base. And um, you certainly have never flown with this many people aboard. Gary, is there like a fire code capacity or weight limit? Gary is approaching maximum capacity. Approaching. That means we're not there yet. So we should be good. Indeed. Gary can still fly. First thing we dump is the beans. How approaching are we? Like 10 more pounds? Gary is currently at 85%. That's fine. Okay. That's all right, Gary. Thank you. All of the lizard folk, this is the first time they've ever seen any of this kind of stuff, except for Sultan, which has only ever saw this stuff for the first time yesterday. So all of these lizard folk are acting pretty much the same way Orzo did, walking around just like touching things just like rubbing their hands on surfaces just tapping the glass again and again and again um 
turning their heads at different angles to see their reflection in it sometimes. Just all this stuff. It's like a whole bunch of third graders on a field trip. Oh, no. That's what it seems like. <laughs> and um, what's your plan? Are you all just going to head to the Sawaguin Grotto Cave? Right. Well, weren't we supposed to go back and talk to the Aarakocra and, like, get a bunch of them to help with the Sawaguin, too? Instead of just us and, like, 12, 13 warriors. Not to be a terrible diplomat, but we've kept Axel in the dark this long. Why not just a little bit longer? <laughs> yeah. Valid point. I thought you were gonna about to pitch something to redeem ourselves, but it was <laughs> no. like, that's just... <laughs> the whole time we're discussing this, Zoltan's just standing there. Uh, he looks like a little kid wanting to be involved in the, in the conversation, but also not wanting to interrupt anybody. And um, when he finally sees like a, a moment, he'll just kind of be like, who's asshole? <laughs> um, he's a bird. Eric oh, he's a bird. Yeah. He sounds like an asshole. Well, not nothing against you, Bird King. I just mean like Aarakocca birds. They're mean. They're not as mean as Sauguin, but they're they're not nice. That's okay. Hey, um, how many Sauguin you think? Or we're gonna have to fight. Oh, I don't know. I I take at least twenty myself. I'm like great warrior and everything. Mm-hmm. They're much smaller than crocodiles, so all you'll probably be like pros. Right, right. Are they bigger than me? Yeah, they're bigger than you, but they're smaller than me. Okay. They're like they're like uh they're kind of like him. Pointing at Doctor Shepard because they're not aware of Doctor Shepard's gender preference, and um is like, but they're like more buff and stuff, you know. Right. Well, I mean. That's a big range, so. Uh, Dr. Shepard uses they, them pronouns, kind of like how Minxie does. Oh, I'm sorry, Shepard. I'm I'm insensitive dick now. <laughs> I don't even know what that is because I have a cloaca, but it's, I'm like a jerk. You can't have a dick and a cloaca? <laughs> no. In fact, it's kind of, I really should be more appreciative of all this because, like, all of us have cloacas. They're cocoa do, too. They're cocoa do, too? Wow, small world. I whispered a whiskey. I'm like, Whiskey, I don't know what your deal is, but you should know this guy does not have a dick. See, you all have something in common. Your genitals. This planet should just be called Cloaca. (laughs) (laughs) Well, as much as I want to dive right into that topic, uh, we also saw that the, the fish folk that we saw were pretty squishy anyway so i I think cloacas are not whatever we can probably go kill stuff well yeah i mean we're adults like we could talk about like normal people yeah we can um mm. i see you smiling shepherd immature (laughs) (laughs) the tentacles are quivering i see them i i was just i just or hey gary are we there yet (laughs) now approaching underwater cave system wait it's underwater the location is an underwater grotto. It is a cave, but filled with water. Did you all know that? No. Is this not the correct location? Solred hits the button on her combat suit that lets her breathe underwater for eight hours. Yeah, seriously. Well, well, it's not all underwater, just like a lot of it. You like swim in and then there's like a cave and you can like walk around. I, I mean, I was little when I was there, but... It's like pretty cool. I can show you my room and stuff when we get there. I will also be turning on my underwater breathing, and I think that we'll be replacing. I don't remember what I used to have on there. What are you all doing? Why are you like putting up glass things on your face? 
we can't breathe more than like two, three minutes underwater. <laughs> I thought you were like fish person. I also have a breathing bubble that I picked up as my <laughs> one of my magic items. All right, so this whole journey takes doesn't really take that long. Uh, maybe like ten or fifteen minutes as you get uh, as you begin to approach this area. So it's like endless ocean until you get to the location where the grotto is and you see uh, like a sandbar and a collection of rocks. They stand up in towers, but not anything, you know, not even 10% as tall as the big spires that the air cooker have. And you can kind of see in the middle of these sandbars and rock formations is like a, a what looks like a dark shadow in the water that uh, is most likely an underwater cave mouth. Um, according to what you've heard from talking with uh, some of the lizard folk aboard, especially Zoltan, it should be like you swim for a little bit and then it will surface in an underwater grotto uh, and then there will be, you know, air and things like that where you're not completely submerged. But the Gary is going to lower itself down above this formation of rocks and sandbars and uh, get low enough to the water that it's starting to ripple and combat the waves themselves. And you were all just hovering above the sandbar. Yeah, this looks like the place. Man, I haven't been here in a while. You know, we used to have to... Uh, like go around on these little boats made out of like wood and stuff and even just to get the wood we used to have to go so far just to go find it i guess the, the swamp caves aren't really all that bad now i think about it if if you know if it wasn't for those pesky crocodiles well are we just gonna are we just gonna jump in is that how we do it that's how i do it <laughs> well yeah are we going to try to chat with the sour again no I mean, but but we need to find out what the hell's going on. I do think we have a tactical advantage here if they don't know we're coming, so we could use that. Also, can Apricot breathe if she's inside my suit? If she's inside the suit, yeah. I also have an okay. air bubble if Apricot wants to use it. Oh, that would be adorable. Yeah, it's a breathing bubble. Oh my it's a translucent like a bubble-like sphere uh, with a tacky outer surface, and you gain the item's benefits only while wearing it <laughs> over your head like a helmet. The bubble contains one hour of breathable air, and it regains all its expended air daily at dawn. It's like a little hamster ball. <laughs> I just imagine Howard with like a little saddle on top of apricot riding in a bubble. <laughs> if it has a tacky surface, I can stick some hemp and rope to it and carry it like a balloon behind us. <laughs> yes. uh, uh, well, I mean... Yeah, we're trying to figure out what's going on, right? So, uh, I mean, if I think back to what the captain would do, we probably want to try and sneak in if they don't know we're coming. Because if they've already been infiltrated by the fish things, then they're definitely going to be aggressive. And that won't be good for us. Uh, but we can't just go in and try and kill them because we don't know... How many people, how many of the the Saugen are going to be in there? Mm, yeah, so we'll want to do. Well, they said it's not underwater the whole way. Yeah, but enough of it is. I mean, what if they're like sharks and they can sense movement or something in the water? 
It'd be kind of hard to sneak up on them. Oh, gosh. I hope there's no sharks. I'm afraid of sharks. What if one of those brain things took a shark over? Oh. Sultan, do you have sharks around here? Oh, yeah, I know sharks. They're like crocodiles, but more mean, but smaller. Right, but are there any around here in this grotto thing? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely around here. I don't know about in the grotto, but like around it? Yeah, probably. Oh, oh, oh. But I mean, if you jump in there. Big sharks. Well, yeah, they're bigger. Most of them, especially the one Birkin killed. That one's been, that one's been a problem for a while. Right, but, but now we're wearing it, so it's not a problem. <laughs> That's very true. Sharks are easily dispatched with a punch, which is my specialty. Yeah, like Birkin said, you just give them a, a quick punch to the nose, and they're good. Sultan, what, what else might we find in the water here? All sorts of stuff. There's uh, there's like starfish and like jellyfish, and I guess just a whole bunch of fish. Things that'll hurt us, though? Well, wow, sometimes jellyfish can be mean. Okay. And the sharks. Okay, so, and- so we just have to worry about the baby mm. sharks. So we can just, you know, like, do-do-do-do-do, punch them in the nose, and they'll scoot on. So uh, I'm ready to go whenever everyone else is. Okay, yeah. Um, Warriors! It's time to depart! Grab weapons and prepare! All the warriors grab their stuff. They immediately just jump into formation. Are they sneaky, Sultan? No, we just like go in there and hit things. But like, we're good, we're strong and okay. stuff. Okay, um, we haven't died yet. I like these guys more and more. Oh, oh, <laughs> we got we got two Salguin bodies. What? Do we we want to use those somehow. We got we got the bodies in the in the lab. Oh no, I'm still full from breakfast. Oh, I I was not meaning for eating. I was thinking more for like intimidation purposes, like see what we've already done to you, or like a weekend at Bernie's moment. Ooh, or a disguise. I bet we could just like squish you into the into one of those bodies like a suit, whiskey. Ah, uh, no, mm, thank you. That's a disease. Um, I thought you were going to like chum the water for some reason, and I don't like that. Yeah, we don't need all the baby sharks around. Okay. Okay. Well. It just it occurred to me. Should us five lead the way maybe 30, 100 feet of, in front of the 13, the baker's dozen of lizard folk? Absolutely. We could even send our little bubble of friends out ahead of us because they're small and maybe not as visible and we can sort of have them check it out. Oh, yeah. Whiskey, can't you see through yeah, I forget how... <laughs> I can see through Howard's eyes. Can I do that? Yeah, I think familiars yeah. can. I can see through its eyes and hear what it hears. I do think... I think you have to pick one or the other, which is hilarious to me. You also need to be within 100 feet. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, true. Which is... Yeah, I think that'd be fine. Okay. So it's going to be like a... It's, we're going to have a three-tiered... Well, it's like 10 feet to the water, and then it's like, you know, however far into the cave. It might be 100 feet. I was picturing like a three-tiered thing, like the familiars together in the bubble, and then us, you know, 30 feet behind, 50 feet behind, whatever, and then the huge party of backup, the cavalry behind us. Or we could send the meat shields in first. Yeah, the ferret and the lizard. (laughs) But we want to be sneaky and get recon. Do you really think the lizard people are going to wait that long? I mean, they're already in formation. They're probably already in there while we're talking. <laughs> Pretty sure I heard a splash. He's like, lizards, what is your profession? And they're like, rah, rah, rah. Okay. Um, 
You all are going to need to just chill. Well, we probably should get moving, because if we do think they might be aware of us, the Gary's not exactly stealth. Zoltan, not to pull rank here as the Bird King, but I am going to need you to tell your ranks to stay behind us for the time being. In case anything tries to ambush us from behind, we need you in the back. You want us to stay here? No, just follow us, uh, just in case anything tries to come at us from the back, like you're, you're like the rear guard. Stay like two crocodiles behind us. Okay, that makes sense. Yes. Two of the the white Perfect. crocodile. Yes. Yeah, if we could just describe more things in terms of crocodiles, it'd probably be a lot more clear for everyone involved. Good point. It's a good system. Much better than, yes. Yes. Certainly for all of us and Howard. I'm sure Howard uses the crocodile system, yes. Oh, he does. Howard's like a mathematical genius. I don't. Look at the way he's shaking. <laughs> uh, Those are like. We need to find. We need to find a druid. And recruit them. Yeah, we really need to figure out what the hell's going on with him. <laughs> I don't know why you're all so mean to Howard. He's hilarious. We're not me. We haven't heard any of the jokes. He's smart. He's funny. He's kind of cute. Do you have a crush on Howard? Oh, yeah. He's adorable. But I don't. I might hurt him, so I don't even want to pet him or I'll break a rib. Do you have a crush on Howard? Well, don't tell everyone. <laughs> It's okay. Your secret's safe with us, Sultan. Nobody could resist somebody with that good of a sense of humor. Oh, so anyways, are you all like ready and stuff? We like st- we'll stay behind, and if anyone try to hurt anyone, um, especially Howard, we're gonna crush him. I just imagine behind Zoltan, there's like Rodney with a flower, and he just like lowers it and walks away. Rodney, you fickle bitch! I thought you were into me. Okay, <laughs> uh, Howard and Apricot bombs away. The bottom of the Gary, the boarding ramp, lowers down, and the air pressure changes inside, and you all plunge out of the Gary down into the water below, and that's where we'll end this episode of Eclipse. Hey, everybody. This is Jeremy, your DM. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Eclipse. I hope that you enjoyed it as much as we did when we recorded it. The plot is really starting to take off now, so I'm super excited to get deeper into this story. The next episode of Eclipse will release in two weeks, so make sure that you're subscribed to Eclipse so you never miss an episode. And if you've enjoyed Eclipse, please tell your friends about us. Go wherever you like to get your podcasts and leave us a rating and a review. We have gotten a lot of downloads and a lot of positive feedback, so I really, really appreciate all the support. You can keep up to date with all the Eclipse content by following us on Twitter. That is at EclipsePod. We are super active on there. You can also go to TheEclipsePod.com where you can learn about the show and the crew and all the awesome voice actors that are playing the characters for Eclipse. Eclipse is part of the Majestic Goose Podcast Network, so you will want to check that out as well. We're home to over a dozen podcasts and streams. We have everything from actual plays to talk shows. We even do a live nerdy craft stream every week, so we really do it all here on the Majestic Goose Network. 
We release new content six days a week with shows like Doom Clock, One Shot Onslaught, Halfway to Hero, Dice Talk, Roll for Weird, and many, many more. So go to MajesticGoose.com and check out all that awesome stuff on there. You can check out our weekly streaming schedule and just come say hi to us. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll talk to you next time on Eclipse. Oh, and that's where we'll end this episode of Eclipse.